This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Welcome. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner, Free FM 89.0. This is the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm Julie, and as you prepare to centre yourself for God, this is the Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. Your Catholic Corner is brought to you by the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City, God's Own, Aotearoa, New Zealand. Online, on air, and on demand. Free FM 89.0. This is Julie, and the background music is Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. Today, as we pray... As we listen to God in the fourth Sunday of Ordinary Time, we have the first reading from the prophet Jeremiah, where the Lord assures Jeremiah that he will deliver him from all who fight against him. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, where Paul describes love as the greatest of virtues. And the Gospel reading today is from Luke, where Jesus is rejected in the hometown of Nazareth. I'm Julie. God bless and peace be with you. This week we have one of the most well-known, well I believe, one of the well-known, most well-known passages of the Bible. And it's where Paul writes to the people of Corinth, telling them about love. I refer to it as the wedding reading. That is, when people get married, they choose this reading. Alan and I did. I can still picture my mum standing at the lectern at the 
or of the Cathedral of the Blessed Virgin Mary in Hamilton reading at our wedding. You'll recognize the words. This week, I heard a story about St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa, which reminded me of another reading, either last week or this week. And she made reference to one of the, her books where she recounts her visit with some of her sisters to an Aboriginal man in Australia. The man was living by himself and he had no family. When the sisters entered his house, they saw that it was a terrible mess and filled with dust. The man was tired of living, had given up and was waiting for God. He was waiting for death. The sisters cleaned his house, and in the process of cleaning, they saw a very old lamp and asked him if they could clean the lamp and light it. The man refused. He said, For whom am I going to light the lamp? There is no light any more in my life. But Mother Teresa told him that if he let them clean the lamp and light it, she would make sure that the sisters visited him regularly to share the love of God with him. The man agreed, and they cleaned the lamp and lit it and prayed and had a meal with him. Many years later, Mother Teresa received a letter from this man that simply said, Dear Mother Teresa, I write to tell you that the light you lit in my life is still burning. So that reminded me of Matthew chapter 5 verse 15 about hiding your lamp under a bushel. But getting back to St. Paul's hymn of love for today's reading and the ordinary acts, ordinary and extraordinary acts of kindness and love that many of us Many people show in ours and their relationships with others. To love is to light the flame of life in another person. The fire of love that we are called to light in people's lives is that divine creative energy that gives them new life, new hope, new purpose, and us as well, and a new inspiration and courage to believe and to live again, those who nurture and feed others. With food, my mum always said that our food that she cooked for us, she filled it with love. Today we each have and know brothers and sisters in our own lives whose lives are covered by the dust and pain of sorrow and whose lives are messy, like the home of the lonely brother in Australia that Sister Teresa, Mother Teresa, was referring to. Can we be their light? It's our Christian calling to raise those who have tripped and fallen, to wipe away the tears from the eyes of those who are despairing, and to bring the light of Christ in a world that's filled with so many people who live in darkness and in the brokenness and wounds of our current pandemic times. In today's first reading, the prophet Jeremiah receives his vocation from God. It's as if God was personally saying to Jeremiah, you, Jeremiah, must must take up your vocation with courage and determination. Imagine if God, if we heard God saying that to us, 
I've given you a special mission in life, God says to Jeremiah. I've equipped you for this mission, so you have no excuse not to carry it out. So go out and fulfill the purpose of your life without being afraid knowing I'm with you. Imagine having that level of conviction and utmost faith. Lord, help me with my unbelief. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus begins his public ministry and faces opposition and rejection. In fact, he faces more than rejection. He's in the midst of people who want to throw him over the edge of a cliff. But he knows his time has not yet come, so he moves on. I wonder, are we like the Nazarenes? Today, do we fail to clearly see the presence of God in others? Do we fail to recognize God at work in our lives? And do we also fail to see how God reveals the face of God's Son in the sufferings and pains of our brothers and sisters? Just like the crowd in the synagogue, sometimes we fail, I fail, to recognize Jesus in the poor. And we fail, I fail, to see the great miracle that God is doing in our lives and my life by keeping us going to this day in spite of ourselves. This is why our prayer could be to ask the Lord for the mysticism of open eyes so that we can see in our naked humanity today, our broken lives today that need mending through the kind of relationships that St. Paul's gentle, patient and kind love alone can bring about. We need to be reminded, I need to be reminded, that our most fundamental vocation and purpose as Christians alive in Here we are, January 2022, this fourth Sunday of Ordinary Time. It's to love. However, as we know, love without sacrifice is empty, and love without pain is vain. Mother Teresa once said that humanity has cured so many incurable diseases, but one disease that afflicts humanity today is that there are many of our brothers and sisters who feel unwanted and unloved. Their burdens are too many for them to bear. May each of us, each and every one of us, becomes God's light and hand in the world to touch a wounded soul and heal a broken heart through acts of kindness that flow from a deep place. Which reminds me of St. Teresa of Avila's beautiful words. And I'm just going to paraphrase this a bit and turn it around. Turn it into the first person. She wrote it in the third. But here it is in the first. So take this as your prayer. Christ has no body now but mine. No hands, no feet on earth but mine. Mine are the eyes through which... He looks compassion on this world. Mine are the feet with which he walks to do God, to do good. Mine are the hands through which he blesses all the world. Mine are the hands, mine are the feet, mine are the eyes. I am his body. 
Christ has no body now on earth but mine. Christ has no body now but yours was by Quentin Templeman. 
Welcome back. I'm Julie, and you're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM. With thanks to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest and Hamilton City. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Therefore, gird up your loins, stand up and tell the people everything that I command you. Do not break down before them, or I will break you before them. And I, for my part, have made you today a fortified city, an iron pillar and a bronze wall, against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its princes, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you. But they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you, says the Lord, to deliver you. The word of the Lord. And a second reading today is from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Love is patient, love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecy, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly. But then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part. Then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. Now faith, hope and love abide, these three. And the greatest of these is love. The Word of the Lord. Love is patient. Love. 
welcome back. That was Izzy Hunzek. Love is patient, love is kind. I'm Julie and you're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.03 FM brought to you by the parishioners of St. Matthew's and Hillcrest Godzone, Hamilton City, New Zealand. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. He went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom, and read from the prophet Isaiah. The eyes of all were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him, and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They said, Is this not Joseph's son? Jesus said to them, Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Doctor, cure yourself. And you will say, Do hear also in your hometown the things that we have heard you did at Capernaum. And he said, Truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. But the truth is, there will be many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was a severe famine all over the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them except to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. There were also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up, drove Jesus out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their hometown was built, so that they might hurl him off the cliff. But Jesus passed through the midst of them and went on his way. The Gospel of the Lord Thank you for spending the last half an hour or so of your life with me. If you are in New Zealand north of Taupo, stay safe on the roads this long weekend on the water and in the air. Do as Bishop Steve says. If you're a slow driver, pull over. If you're a fast driver, slow down. Wherever you are, peace be with you. I look forward to spending the next half an hour again with you next week.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.